And welcome back to another episode of Lauer After Hours Presents Cinema podcast where we talk about movies that are rated 69% on Rotten Tomatoes or 6.9 stars on IMDb, and we establish if it's worth it. We have a heck of a movie tonight. It is very, very spooky season, 1993's Hocus Pocus. And I am joined by Schweitz up in Canada. I've got at Halloween Basic on Twitter. I've got Powell in Southern California. I have the Halloween fanatics, Steve and Cat, hashtag Team Steve, hashtag Team Cat. And I am joined by my special uh, Halloween fanatic, Mrs. Beep Count. What's up, y'all? Yo, hey. what's going on? Hey. What's up, everybody? Greetings, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> we are going to have one hell of a show tonight. Um, yeah, it is good to see y'all. I'm uh, I'm really really excited about this one. Let's get right into this. So, 1993 Hocus Pocus runtime of one hour thirty six minutes. So, nice nice easy jaunt through this one. Uh, this one had a budget of uh, twenty eight million dollars, and it has grossed worldwide just over forty four million. It is available right now on Disney Plus. So, if you have it, you can kind of watch along with us. It has. On Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 38% from critics, a 71% audience score, and it rated a 6.9 stars on IMDb. Nice. Nice. This one is directed by Kenny Ortega, uh, and he is known for Whole High, uh, High School Musical 3, This Is It, the Michael Jackson uh, biopic. And he was also a director for the uh, Winter Games in 2012. How about that? This movie is starring a hell of a cast. We have Bette Midler, who you would know from First Wives Club, uh, Ruthless People, and 1988's uh, Beaches. We also have Sarah Jessica Parker, who you're going to know from uh, Sex and the City, uh, Family Stone, Sex and the City 2, uh, Sex and the City, the TV show. Um, we also have Kathy Najimy. And you're going to know her from Sister Act, uh, King of the Hill. Uh, she's actually the voice of uh, Peggy, Peggy Hill. And then we also have uh, Omri Katz. He is known for Dallas as a, as a young teen actor, young kid actor, uh, Erie, Indiana. And he was also Tony Hemingway on the John Larroquette show. This one also has a very, very young Thora Birch. You're going to know her from Ghost World, uh, Patriot Games. And uh, I did not know this one, but American Beauty. I, I had to kind of look that one up. Uh, and it's also got Vanessa Shaw, and you're going to know her from 310 to Yuma, The Hills Have Eyes, and also 40 Days and Nights. All right. Uh, she, By the way, she was way too old to be a high schooler. Can we get yeah. like, an amen on that? Because well, that was, I, I mean. Like 90s thing. Yeah, that was maybe. every 90s movie where they were like playing high schoolers. I had a very warped idea of what a teenager looked like. Yeah, that started... Up. I think when I was in high school and 90210 was big, like it started with that with 25 to 30 year olds playing 15 year olds. Stock scene. Stalker Channing in Greece. Can we talk about how Rizzo was supposed to be 16? Yeah. She was like 32. Yeah. At, at she's, least yeah. 32. she's older than I am now. She's older than I am right now. It's I started I started shaving when I was nine. So by the time I was in high school, Same. I really uh understood what those what those people went through because mm -hmm. i felt like a 25 year old it's awful well you look like you're 50 now so i think everything's evened out thank you I you're think. welcome 
Uh, Storyline here. 300 years have passed since the Sanderson sisters were executed for practicing dark witchcraft, returning to life thanks to a combination of, of a spell spoken before their demise and the accidental accent, actions of Max, the new kid in town. The sisters have but one night to secure their continuing existence. Uh, I've got a tagline here. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. I mean, could you get more iconic than that? Did that... But did the said, phrase hocus pocus, like I had never heard that. Obviously, I, I was quite young when this movie came out, but hocus pocus, every time I hear that phrase, I always think of the movie. But was that a phrase before the movie? Was that like something that people would say? Was that like a sort of just like a phrase of like, oh, it's just, it's silly or or it's not true, you know, whatever. It's all, it's all pretend. Like, was that a, something that people said? I, I have like no clue. it was. Like, I'm. I think I, I, well, I know I'm the oldest person here. I feel like it was like hocus pocus was like a, a way to say like magic or things that were fake or yeah. If you were trying to fool somebody like they're, it's just, they're just hocus pocus. It's like the whimsical way of saying that's bullshit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit of fairy dust. too. Makes sense. Can we talk about real quick? We talked about all the cast, but one person we didn't, you didn't mention, um, and he's not talked about in this movie very often, but it's, I think his name is, it's Doug Jones. I'm pretty sure. And that's, um, is it Billy Butcherson is the, the zombie? Yes. yes. Yeah. So like I, so any movie that you can think of where there's like a, some sort of humanoid like character, he plays all of them. He's like a professional um, in terms of like all of that makeup, especially back then, there wasn't so much CGI. So he was really good at acting through all of the, the plaster and all the, the gunk that they had to put on him. And like, kind of like, I think it was like Jim Carrey who said, it's like, that's like, that was like torture having to have all that Grinch makeup on him. This guy was just like, he could just, he was like the only one in Hollywood who could handle it. And he was in, I'm 99% sure that's the guy, that's the fish from shape of water. That's the yeah. same actor. He was yes. like, he's like, it's like every time they're like, we need someone who can just like withstand 70 pounds of makeup. And they're like, oh, we'll just call Doug basically. And like, that's who they end up calling. But it's just so funny that like, he's been, he's, and they just did that reunion a few years ago and he's the only one that looks the same, but that's because he was in 40 layers of makeup. <laughs> they, they did the makeup like exact. It looks so good. Yes, Doug Jones was in Hellboy. He was the amphibian man in Shape of Water. Uh, he was also in Pan's Labyrinth. He played uh, Fano, the pale man. Uh, and John dies at the end. This guy literally just came up on another Spoiler alert. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, was talking, I was listening to like two days ago. The same guy. And once you said Pan's Labyrinth, I go, okay, yeah, same guy. I got an answer on Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. So, so Hocus Pocus comes from, it's a term used from the 1600s. But back then it was mainly used to like describe like entertainers such as like jugglers and magicians, kind of that that sort of magic. And it's saying that that more in modern terms, it's exaggerated and kind of latched on to like more magical beings with like superhuman, you know, like supernatural abilities or whatnot. But it typically was assigned to like jug just mainly jugglers. That's what I keep saying. Yeah, I saw jugglers too and pow to kind of piggyback off of you i was just looking at so max the character remember in the movie he says this is just a bunch of hocus pocus and i think he's making fun of the candle you know the black candle like oh this is just a bunch of hocus pocus and i think that's where they got the title for the movie but it's just 
I don't know. I was like looking for like juggling reference in the movie or anything, but it's hocus pocus. Just like tricks. So he was kind yeah. of saying this is just like a like a trick. Like kind of exactly. Like, That's the perfect yeah. word for it because I kept seeing that too. Is a lot of the tricks that the jugglers were pulling in in doing. So tricks is is the perfect word for it. And nobody should trust a juggler anyway. AKA Chris Cody. <laughs> you got too much going on. No, absolutely not. There is a review here uh, that was sent to me from Roger Ebert. Um, oh. Yeah, the, 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 Rog. famous, the famous <laughs> Roger Ebert himself. Yeah. Uh, Hocus Pocus <laughs> is a film desperately in need of self-discipline. It's one of those projects where you imagine everyone laughing and applauding each other after every scene because they're so convinced they're wild and crazy guys. But watching the movie is like attending a party you weren't invited to and where you don't know anybody and they're all in the all in on the joke but won't explain it to you roger why like you rocks ebert somebody yeah. never got to go wow. trick-or-treating as a kid and still yeah. has resentment somebody yeah. hates joy. he never had a childhood he was always Seriously. old yeah. can you imagine someone saying that to you you're like it's like that it's like i don't know what that's like i have no idea what you're like, talking about what yeah, yeah how sad is your life I have never been more confused in my entire adult life than I was reading that one paragraph. Did he mean? I think, I think Roger, I think Roger wrote this on the heels of finding out he wasn't invited to a party. I yeah. think he was, he seemed a little bitter. Maybe he tried out for a role and didn't get it. Me, that's a good point. He tried out for Billy. Yeah. He, I just can't imagine like thinking the movie was supposed to be serious or, or what, I don't know what his motive was, but. How awkward was that car ride home with like his kids or just like <laughs> just <laughs> mad? Dad. He didn't like it. I promise it wasn't yeah. good. He goes, you know yeah. what, kid? You know what? You all lack discipline. Just like Sarah Jessica Parker. It should have been me, Bette Midler, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Not, <laughs> not Peggy Hill. <laughs> I'm betting he wrote that after he was initially invited to his neighbor's Halloween party they rescinded because they found out that he's really just kind of weird. So he thinks the party's not going on, but yet he sees all the cars on the street. The neighbors come out and say, Hey, don't park in front of the house, park two blocks over. But that's what that uh, review felt like. He gives pennies and dental floss to trick or treaters. (laughs) (laughs) Skip. Uh, And the, uh, the last person I want to kind of mention here from the cast is the voice of uh, the cat, Jason Marsden. Uh, that name might not mean a lot to you, but uh, if you were uh, a, a child of the 90s, you're going to recognize him as Max Goof from a Goofy movie. Oh. Hmm. Severely underrated. That's 6.9 in my heart, always. You know what? Seriously. I, I think that one is actually a future cinema. All right. Is that the, is that the cheese? Is that where, like, is that Yeah, there's a good, I was like, I'm the second. The leading tower of cheese I was yeah. like, there's this, I'm like, there's this scene with cheese. I'm like, the just like, yes, yes. Yeah. The leaning okay. tower of cheese with the, basically the Polly cheese in the can. Polly Shore. Yep. Yeah. 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 How about that? All right. So we open up on a drone shot, I guess, for what we see now, but it was probably just a helicopter shot. Very, very much in the same vein as the witches, uh, which we talked about uh, on a previous episode. I did not get as much motion sickness from this one as I did the witches, uh, but it was still it was still kind of bad. But I love the good music that they always come in with these, you know, like the kind of like the cheeriness. It, it, it's always welcoming. Like, you know, when you see Casper the Friendly Ghost, 
the 90s version too with Christina Ritchie. Like, I love the opening music that they come in when you're always zooming in on the school or the town or whatever. I was, oh, I have good feelings about this at first. It's like, it's like when Erin in the office kind of talks about how she likes all the before parts in all the horror movies she watches with Gabe. <laughs> yes. And everything's all nice and cheery. <laughs> My other note here from this uh, this flyover is this looks like the town from like the season six of Walking Dead, um, where they're all behind the the big wooden gate. We um we actually went to we are only a few miles away from a few miles compared to everybody else. We actually went to Salem where they filmed uh, a lot of the uh lo- like onset locations. So we went and kind of did we did like a hocus pocus tour. So we saw a lot of the town and where they filmed. So that was that was really cool. But there, I will say there's one thing about that. I do love the music in this, just like Eddie, but I really do like the music. I think that's like a Kenny Ortega thing too. Cause he's, I think that's one thing that like, he's like really values in a, in a movie is that like the music kind of like sets the, sets the tone. Cause at the beginning it's very like powerful, but it's kind of, I remember it used to scare me a little bit cause it was really, really loud. In the beginning it was kind of just like, and you could tell it was like fast. You're supposed to be a little scared, but it was still very just like fun and, um, but I, I remember it kind of like cre- creeping me out a little bit too. Yeah. We went to Salem, um, this summer, the girls and I went in June and did the same, like the Hocus Pocus tour. And it's such a sweet, fun town anyway. And that just made it all the, all the more like when you get to the, I guess it's the courthouse or whatever. Yeah. Um, when, when we got there. As soon as we round the corner, the girls were like, oh, my God, it looks just like it does in a movie. Yeah, we had the party. Oh, it's yeah. the dance. Yeah. Yeah. Town hall. You walk to the, you know, down the block to the house that was Allison's house. So, yep. Yeah. So the cool. Ropes Mansion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. What a cool town. Yeah. yeah. Looks like we're going back east sooner than we thought. <laughs> right. You know what? We made a mistake. We went the the Saturday before Halloween, and it it was like an hour line to just get in line for the next line to get in somewhere. So I think summer's the right call. Yeah, no, it was great when we were there, and it was like unusually hot, and so nobody was really out, so we didn't wait to do anything. It didn't feel hot to us. People were complaining because it was like (laughs) eighty five, and we were like, "Oh, it's kind of nice. Let's go." That's perfect weather. Perfect, yeah. nice, yeah. a nice. Warm it was great, day. Susan. You guys would love it. It'll be so much fun. I've been, I honestly been wanting to go really bad. I took a colonial history course since I have a degree in history because, and like, I liked specifically like that time of history. So I took like a few different classes that would touch on different trials around the time, and a lot of the witchcraft. So it's like I've always really wanted to go. And looking up the locations for this movie was always is has always been really fun to do just because of the his- rich history. I also, uh, I went to a party the other night, side note, in South Pasadena. And I was like, hey, all of these homes look like the homes in Halloween. And then I watched the Netflix um, <gasps> like movies that made us and they were talking about how like it was filmed in South Pasadena. And I was like, wow. But, <laughs> Whoa, you were there. Yeah, yeah pretty crazy. I know. That's I know, guys. awesome. Glad you lived. That's cool. Yes, yeah. I am too. You survived. That's all that matters. Just barely making it. Um, so we're, we're into the movie here. We're into Salem in, uh, uh, 1693. We see an open window. We see a little, uh, Thackeray Binks laying in bed. We see a witch pass by the window and he wakes up, sprouts out of bed. Uh, he doesn't know it's a witch. We know it's a witch, but he doesn't. But so he springs out of bed. He feels something. He senses something goes outside, looks for his sister, uh, Emily, 
And his buddy is sitting there just looking off in the distance. He sees some purple smoke. Um, my notice, uh, hey, Elijah, instead of waiting for me to come to you and ask you if you've, if you've seen my sister, how about you come wake me up and you see the purple smoke? <laughs> Nothing. Everybody's just going about their day. Yeah, it's usually not a good sign. Just staring off into the distance. Oh, I, I see the smoke. They're conjuring. Yeah, come up and tell me. Wake me up. If you see some conjuring, come wake me up. I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning or if it's 2, two in the afternoon. Wake me up. There's conjuring. They've got my sister. We're going now. It wasn't busy. There's like four houses in that entire village. Like, what could he possibly have been doing? Like, <laughs> I was sorry, I was distracted by what? This bale of hay? There was like nothing in the house. Based on the the shot they take, like how far do you think they that house was from town though? Because that that could have been a couple miles easy. It looked close. It looked super close. It literally looked. They're all they all know where it is, and I'm like, oh, they're really afraid of something that's like a couple hundred yards into the woods. Because he didn't yeah. run for too long. He fell he, down a hill for quite some time. But I, I have a quick question. Sweat. Where were you when you realized that his name was Thackeray and not Zachary? Okay. I've, got that, right no. I've oh, got that same note. I've got that same note. Because we all we all remember them. We all remember the moment. I think it's whenever IMDB was created, because before yeah. that. I was gonna say when the internet went big. Yeah. And it was <laughs> like, what? He's Thackeray? I thought yeah. he was Zachary. <laughs> I Look at typo my, on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was my Y2K. That was my Y2K. <laughs> you think like the Chris Cody of Salem? Used to be like that, Zachary. <laughs> calling him Zachary. So I just found out a couple of days ago. Oh my god! Oh wow! To be fair, it is the first. But that time was I've also the first that. time he ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be a trend with a lot of these movies. How about that? Um, we should talk about his childhood, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> We're gonna need a few series to uh, to get through that childhood. Exploring beep. Yeah, for real. His mom is coming into town on Thursday. Get her on the pod. Let's talk about Mama this B. instead. We are, we are not getting a mom on the pod. We're, we're just going to stop that right oh there. God, Moving it. on. Uh, uh, so Thackeray, uh, I think he needs to go into the concussion protocol because he fell down that hill pretty hard. Um, I don't know if he passed uh, any of those uh, tests, but he's still up and running. Um we get to the uh, the witch's house um, where the coven is, and we see Bette Midler in all her glory fling open the windows. What a glorious morning. Makes me sick. But, so one, this is the first, we're like two minutes in, and it's, again, like this is one of the most quotable movies, and that's right there. You're starting off with like one of the most, unif- like, best quotes of the entire movie right there i can't tell you how many times i've seen that in a mug how many times i've seen that like in a meme or in a tweet like it's that is like tops right there i think i own all of those cat (laughs) (laughs) i mean i got my squad shirt on today but i have like (laughs) it's a glorious morning makes me sick like that's just so relatable to everybody yeah everybody yep it's amazing and her look right off the bat is just iconic the unfinished lipstick just yeah. in the middle, mm-hmm. the hair. You know, mm-hmm. Honestly, just an absolute like how she wasn't nominated for an Academy Award on her performance in this movie is beyond me. They read Roger's uh, review and they they wouldn't give it to her. I was gonna say, yeah. Roger had a, had Roger had to stay in that. Overrated. So Emily is sitting here in the chair and she is about to be, uh, I guess, consumed as a 
for be- for lack of a better term, uh, so it can make the Sanderson sisters uh, young and pretty again, if that's even possible. Uh, so we have Bette Midler here. Uh, we have uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and we have Kathy and Jimmy uh, here, all in their uh, 1693 glory. Which I mean, I don't know how long they've been alive already, but it's the years have been rough on on the Sanderson gals. Enough kids in town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, get, they can only get so young off a of town of four people. There. Uh, Win- Winifred, Winnie, uh, Sarah, and Mary here uh, conjuring, and they're uh, using the iBook. And I think this may be the first example, uh, at least in recorded history, of using like "Hey Siri," but "Hey Book." <laughs> yeah. yeah. You said iBook, and I immediately thought iPad. iPad. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, I think that's probably where it came from. Most likely. Very interesting. Never I think I saw that. Bill Gates say something about that. Or not Bill Gates, uh, Steve Jobs say something about that one time. Stops. He, this is like where he got it. He was like, oh, oh, oh my God, I have the best idea. Apple's witches. Apple's witches. Yeah. I huh? saw the best movie ever, you guys. You'll never believe it. It's going to be <laughs> iBook. Yeah. <laughs> iPad, iMac, iPhone, everything. We're just going to do I, I, I. <laughs> He's not conceited enough. I mean, you know. Uh, Emily is now being absorbed by the witches, and uh, brother that Zachary uh, comes in and confronts the witches, jumps down, uh, and gets captured by the uh, the Sanderson sisters. Um, and they kind of have a little tussle, have a little fight. Uh, Thackeray knocks over the the pot, the the kettle, whatever you want to call it. Cauldron. Knocks cauldron. It over. Cauldron. Yeah, cauldron. Thank cauldron you. Cauldron is the technical term. Come on. Thank you. I I am not the the Halloween uh, you know expert here. That's why I have all of you. So um, knocks over the cauldron, spills the potion, and basically ruins uh, ruins the Sanderson sisters' evening. Uh, they end up capturing him, sitting him down, and now they're gonna do a nice little ritual and uh, spell on him and turn him into a cat. Hashtag team cat. Okay. Yeah. Every time I watch this movie so desperately, I want him to be Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. It is. They use the same cat. Yeah. I believe it. It is. That that was actually voice. part of the I want trivia. the voice to be the same. I want like the Oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Like the crying and whatnot. <laughs> My sister. <laughs> I I will say they did a really good job at because I like how you use the word absorb. As a kid, I had absolutely no idea that a child had just like been essentially murdered. murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like not something that you see in a movie very often, especially in a kid's movie. But they like did a like a I would say it's a weird it's a weird thing to say. Like they did a good job of killing that kid in that movie, but they did do like a very like I I really had absolutely no idea. I just I thought that they like kind of just like made her very ill or something and, and that's what upset him but they kind of just like brushed over it i think it took me a couple times watching as i got older to kind of figure out like what was actually going on there what yeah, i'm gonna give would... that that murder of, of five pumpkins definitely <laughs> out, of five? out of five yeah what what animal would you want to be turned into if a witch a was going to turn you into an animal want to be a cat cats are dogs that don't have to go outside so that's even better yeah I would like to be my own cat, Frank, who, let's see, I don't know if you can even see him, but he's asleep, which is 
I'd be any animal at Ron McGill Zoo because I get to imagine <sighs> just getting it to hang out with Ron. Yes. I get After so the day, excited. I'm going to be an ostrich. Not one of those. God damn. Not one of those zebras that's loose in Maryland that they can't find. I don't want to be one of those. Oh man, they just got to do what they did here a little bit. Drive up the way near the Hearst Castle and just let the zebras roam free like they do here in California. You know, just let them. That would be cool. Actually, I've been to Hearst Castle and it's beautiful, gorgeous. I could just see zebras like frolicking. That would be awesome. One word: bald eagles. That's how I got your drone shot. Good luck. Being that's exactly how. Yeah, I think that's actually. I think that's how they did it. I think they just it was they a little camera. Yeah, like a big camcorder. You know, the kind that your uncle had at every party. They just tied that to an eagle. We're gonna tie it to beep. <laughs> um, so it's uh, the townsfolk here of Salem have now captured they have rendered their verdict uh for the murder and and i think the reason that i said they absorbed uh emily is there, there's enough murder pods out there i don't think we need to start our own um no, yeah there's there's way too many true crime and crime junkies out there we're we're, we're good to go on that um the the townsfolk is now I arrested the sisters. Now they're sentencing him to be hanged uh, for the murder of, well, I guess both Thackeray and Emily. They don't know Thackeray is still alive. Um, before the execution, though, uh, Winifred casts a spell uh, that will resurrect the sisters during the full moon uh, on All Hallows' Eve when any virgin uh, lights the black flame candle. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Another very quotable. <laughs> But this is the introduction to the biggest plot hole in any movie ever is, and you always hear this every time you watch it, is why isn't Thackeray Binks telling his parents that he's a cat if he can talk? Every Like yeah. everybody, and everyone always has their own explanation. They're like, oh, it takes like 300 years for cats to learn how no, to talk. No, I actually just was just reading. It's, <gasps> it's, he doesn't get his voice until the, the candle's relit. So when, so oh. he, the whole, those, the, those years he couldn't speak. It was when the candles were lit, he was able to speak. He was like, oh. Oh. Wow. I read that 13 minutes ago. While we I were was today this. years old. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, why but didn't he they still explain write. that? Couldn't he write in the dirt? <laughs> That's his point. little cat claw. <laughs> What's this cat up to? <laughs> well, he may not have yeah. oh, yeah, He couldn't read yet. They had like three. Yeah, they <laughs> 300 years back. later. I think they graduated high school at the age of eight back then, mm -hmm. so they can like work. You all good to go. Yeah, you're right. He could have done so. He could have signaled to them somehow. But like, I say this never having been turned into an animal before, having to tell my family that I'm an animal. I think it sounds so easy, but it is like everyone always talks about it. They're like, just do something. The, the poor dad is just, I feel like that part always makes me feel so bad. He's like trying to shoo away a cat and it's his son. I like how at the end, oh, hold on. I'll, I'll save the spoiler for the end. I'm just gonna say, if only he hocus spocus. Oh wow! <laughs> let let that one sit. That yes, we we'll we'll take that all day. We are now fast forwarding three centuries later. Uh, so we are now October thirty first, nineteen ninety three, and we are in a classroom, and we have the teacher telling about the Sanderson sisters and the history of Salem. And Max Dennison is uh, he's you know here from uh, from California from. Uh, from Hollywood, um, 
And he absolutely 100% does not believe in witches. He doesn't believe in Halloween. In fact, he says Halloween is just made up by the candy companies, which I, I kind of believe that a little bit. Um, it's like Valentine's. Yeah. We're it's, a little young to have to be that jaded. No, no, it's not. We always had that one kid in class. It's like, and like any, there was any joy. He was like, well, like, it was just like, all right, let me get it. The well, now, actually. You just, yeah, like you just started here. Yeah. Like, just, like, you know. His name's Waffle House. Yep. <laughs> Skeptical Billy of Salem. Yeah. Exactly. Um, he uh, he finds a crush here uh, in class. Um, Allison. Allison. Allie? You good? Allie, you good? Allison? She's good. She's married. She's good. Uh, so in an effort to uh, to impress Allison, he invites her to the uh, to the Sanderson's house to the uh, museum. Now I guess uh, to basically convince her that witches witches be crazy. Witches aren't really there. Tension. It was it was her mom. Was she like? Did she work there? Her mom was the curator. Her, her mom yeah. was a curator for the museum. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so now they are inside the yeah the Sanderson's cottage. Uh, and they're going through some stuff here and max lights the black flame uh and it inadvertently resurrects all the witches because he's a virgin and that was the spell they put which is a very very weird spell um you know especially since probably in the 1600s you probably weren't weren't a virgin at you know 13 years old you know all the age restrictions for marriage you were married yeah yeah you you were married at eight years old some weird flu I always find it weird when they put the restrictions like it has to be by a virgin. It has to happen on Halloween. Like, why can't it just whenever it's lit again? Especially yeah, exactly. if they're the ones that yeah, give yourself some options. Want to make yeah. it as easy as possible to come back. Like, if someone sneezes within a thousand foot radius yeah. at any point in time, we'll come back. So, I also like the makers of the movie. They're like, we'll make it a virgin. It's like this was a Disney movie. This was targeted towards. The kids like you could have made it anything you could have been like a descendant of someone like you just they like had to, how many parents had to be like, like explain what a virgin was to like their nine-year-old exactly like, what, what's a virgin you're just like oh it's a kid who wears a baseball cap i don't know it's, <laughs> kids from california <laughs> go ask your father it's california it's when you have a younger sister who's an who's annoying and i don't know what to tell you it's i will when, say seriously it's when you've never danced before <laughs> <laughs> As Chris Cody would put it. I I know for the sake of time, we had to like go to that, but we did skip over another very quotable moment in this movie. And that is Max likes Riabos. In fact, he loves them. Best part of the whole movie yeah. was just like Danny just completely throwing her brother under the bus there. Best big sister moment. Love the word Yabos love how I've never heard in any movie or anywhere yes, ever yes, since. Yes. Oh my God. She, almost, she, she just completely drags him the entire night, like just an absolute force. in those like first 15 minutes of that movie when she almost gets him jumped again, by the guys yeah. who already jumped yeah. him earlier yeah. in the movie. Yes. And by the way, those guys, shoes. those guys do not sound like they're from Salem at all. No, like, no. especially the one that calls him Hollywood. It's like, dude, yeah. you sound like you're from Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he looks he like, like sunshine. sunshine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely skipped over that. I also skipped over the fact that they had moved into the house, but the house his awesome. room was completely unpacked and set up. Looked like he'd been there for three or four years. 
but yet they still have all the moving boxes still unpacking in the living room and kitchen. We talked about that on length. Oh my gosh. We were like, how the hell is he like already unpacked? Like, wow, he looks like he's been living there. Like, how does that happen? We've moved so much in like the past seven years. It's like, what? How are you? It was the the teen angst. He was so upset. He just kept throwing everything into place, (laughs) tossing it everywhere. And it just magically landed the right way. Or maybe he just wanted to have his drum set set up and everything was in the way. I think that's what it was. I think he needed those drums out. An angsty teen with a drum set is like my worst nightmare. <laughs> that house we saw when we were there, it's actually, so it looks a lot smaller in person. It is like right on the water. Yeah. Like it is like, like literally right there. I mean, they, the way in the movie, they make it kind of seem like it's in the middle of a neighborhood. There's like, I think there's actually, there might be one house in front of it, maybe nothing. And it's, it's right on the shore. It's actually, it's a very, very pretty, um, very pretty location with that. Nice view out of his room. Yeah. That, yeah. that, uh, what is that room at the at the very very top or like the attic there like like the, makes perfect sense why that would be there because you could just like what gorgeous views that must have they uh, they call say, it the crow's uh, nest the, yeah the only time you could see the that it's on the water is when the book is calling to bet midler and yes. then they all they all oh, go ride right. to it that's like the only time where you're like oh huh it's right off the ocean would you look at that and he has the nerve to say i can't believe you made me move here it's like, oh my God, I know, Max. God, your parents suck. <laughs> How horrible. Now the witches like have- car or something though. Like we're making you move all the way to the East Coast. Here's a car so you don't get, you know, jumped. Uh, no, they, they give, yeah, they give them cross trainers. That's true. And a nice bike. Too slow. He's just too slow. <laughs> now the that. witches have been awoken. Um, Hocus and- awokus. Oh god, this is this is right up Schweitz Alley. Wow. We walked right into Wait, this. How one. many how many more of these do you have? Yeah. You already I've already seen Hocus Jocus, yeah, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Wocus. There's a lot of merch I can see out of this. I would very much like Hocus Wocus is perfect for a mug. Lou, get, get on that. Oh, you should Hocus Focus. Very good. So now, uh, Max and Thackeray and uh, Allison and. I'm I'm blanking on the on the sister's name. Completely blanking. Danny. Danny, that's Danny. right. Danny Th- Thora Birch. Um, now they're going to an old cemetery. Uh, apparently, witches can't go in there because it's it's hallowed ground, um, and shows the graves of the uh, the sisters and Billy Butcherson, um, who was once Winifred's lover, um, but then she caught him uh, making out with Sarah, her sister. Which, I mean, yeah, I can see why why he's dead. Um, and she poisoned him, and and so does Malachut. So that uh, he couldn't tell her secrets even in death, uh, and the w- witches eventually catch up with him. And uh, Winifred raises Billy Butcher, uh, Billy Butcherson here as a as a zombie and chases him on foot. Which Billy Butcher sounds like a a fantastic 1990s baseball player, right? Tough second baseman from the Kansas City Royals. You know he's batting 235 with you know 13 homers, 84 RBI, and you know 18 stolen bases. Billy Butcher. Billy Butcherson. Yeah, yeah. The the zombie is Billy Butcherson, but I'm saying just the oh, name okay. Billy Butcher sounds like. Is it? Isn't Billy Butcher the character's name in uh, Boys as well? If you've seen that on Amazon Prime TV show, no. Is that the superhero movie or show? Yes. Yes. Hmm. I haven't seen it, but it's on our queue. <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen of it. Love that. News to me. 
Now the witches are here to uh, acclimate to the 20th century, but are absolutely horrified that they discover that Halloween has just become a festival of disguises. Um, so looking for children all across town, and they can't find any because they're all in disguise. Um, They'll just sniff them out. She can. That's what, they're so confused. It's all over. She can. But she just like couldn't figure out where they were. Oh, God, it's so overwhelming for someone right. with that superpower. This is my favorite part of the movie is when they get on the bus because the bus driver is super creepy and I did yeah. not understand those jokes when I was little. And as I've watched it as an adult, it gets funnier and funnier every time that they put that in a kid's movie. It's amazing. Different it's time. great. Them exploring, yeah, them exploring the whole town is just is amazing. And all the comedic timing between the three of them was just fantastic right off the bat. The way they all play I mean, off of each other. Yeah, even the cement, like the, the road. Yeah. <gasps> Is this the Black River? Oh, <laughs> like, how do we cross this? What do we do? Oh, it's just, but seriously, yes, going from like the 1700s to like, you know, 1993, you're like, what, what the hell is all this stuff? A moving like bus? What is this? It's great. You've got that good, that scene right there where they think it's a river and Mary and Beth and um, Winifred look at each other and like without saying anything make the decision of like they're gonna throw their dumb younger sister the into the river <laughs> just to see what happens like which is they're just like they're like oh my like what is this and they both look like we're like we're both on the same page here right like she's going first go first and then she like lands and she's like oh Woo. and then they all just okay we're good uh max danny allison uh find their parents at the uh city hall uh halloween party uh and the Winifred uh, Sanderson, the Sanderson sisters all enchant the, uh, the party goers uh, to dance until they die with uh, a phenomenal rendition of I Put a Spell on You, which, of course, Bette Midler did her own uh, did her own stunts on this one. Uh, and I was also surprised to know that both uh, uh, Kathy and Jimmy and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker also did their own singing uh, in that one as well. Um, they put on a hocus shocus. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. oh damn it damn it damn it damn it damn it i wish it wasn't funny i know that's my last one yeah no it's that. not no, no it's We're not, not even halfway in. i'm glad they did that because they uh the, to have those three actors in the in a movie together where they're like a trio and have them not have a musical number like that would have been that would have been that if if what's whatever his name is roger had anything to say about that that would be the only thing i would have agreed on like that that would have been such a waste of, so i'm really glad they did that that was fun bet midler's transition into taking over the mic and like being like oh yeah we're here to perform thanks for the introduction max so yeah. smooth so it's good. so great yeah, and to kind it. of piggyback as I say, piggyback again, but like, and bringing up another movie, I'm sorry, but uh, First Wives Club, like thinking of the Bette Midler, like the whole, like, yeah, you don't own me. It's like that whole, like, but it's this totally different hope. Oh God, I just, that's when you fall in love with Bette Midler. And she did the same thing in this movie where you're just like, oh my God, she took action, like pow, you know, just grabbing the mic and doing it. Oh, right. Love it. She's a fast so learner good. too. Seconds ago, didn't know what a road was, but now, <laughs> like, now she knows how to take over oh, a microphone. Like, yeah, an amp. Right. Fantastic. Can we do a sound check? I know what this is. Here we go. Okay, ladies. Oh, I got this. Amazing. 
Did we uh, did we get to the? I forget what part of the movie is where we skipped it when uh, they go into who they, uh, they think is the devil's house. So I, I that's picture that. It's coming. I picture that okay. Okay. as Greg Cody. Yes, we'll, we'll get that. I, I jumped that. I can never remember what, what part of the movie it's in, but we're we're getting there, I guess. No, I was just looking up the plot because I was thinking like I I really don't want to skip that part because it, it's like as a kid you don't really kind of realize what's going on, but like when I yeah. got older and I started watching it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the best scene in the whole movie. Yeah, the there the that they are such good actors. Those two, well, actually, you watch it, you have such an appreciation. They're, you're they're like, brother oh and gosh. sister in real life, right? She's yeah, she's Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like a director, writer. So they they're married in the movie, but they're brother and sister in real life. Yep, uh, Gary Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall, yep. uh, Marshall. were the husband and wife there at the uh, at the Devil's House, and the little Devil dog comes out. That yeah. dog was freaking adorable. Yeah. <laughs> they think he, he's their bo- he's their boss. The dog Ralph. Funny enough, the dog's name was Art Bryles. <laughs> <laughs> So the kids, Max, Danny, Allison, and uh, they uh, trap the witches. They trap the Sanderson sisters uh, in the Jacob Bailey High School uh, kiln and burn them alive. Uh, so we're right back on to the, uh, the murder pod here. Hocus Mocus. Um, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Nailed Missed it. opportunity for Schweitz, but very I thought good. he had it written down. I had to get it. I, it so fast. <laughs> I accept uh, your challenge. <laughs> So while the uh, children are celebrating, the witch's curse uh, re- basically revives them again. Uh, they they don't go down uh, they don't go down easily here. Uh, but not not realizing that the witches have survived this, Max and Allison open up the spell book, uh, intending to basically reverse the curse on uh, on Thackeray Binks. They open up the spell book and it reveals the location uh, of the group to the witches, and the witches track down uh, the the group again, and they kidnap Danny Binks. And then recover the spell book again. I don't know if you're just trying to hurry this along, but you totally forgot about how, like, oh my gosh. I think you totally forgot. Yeah, I did because I was so mad going, wait a minute, you forgot about this part. Wait, okay. Um, yeah, just just cancel that whole part was out. It with, because... it, was it with them burning them? No, it was no. when they retook the book and they went back to max's house right and they're like all cuddly cuddly and lovey-dovey and then she's like oh i'm just gonna open the book no don't open the freaking book like what are you thinking just we totally skipped over that we learned the important of salt there though no but there's like yeah there's like all kinds of important things that were happening like the salt on a book and the like let's just open this whole book up Am I skipping over totally part, total big part, or no? You're both on the same part. I think he, had, uh, right? Yeah, I think. Well, no, I think we're on because he had said he had kind of. We just touched upon that, and then you know, Danny and um, Binks are back at the house, but we're kind of, yeah, we're we're in that area. So right, right prior okay. to that is they open the book because right, they want to help. They want to see if they can help Binks. And to Steve's point earlier, which I never realized, is the spell where Thackeray could speak was because. They were, you know, they were brought back to life. He never loses his ability to speak, even when they they quote kill them. He's still kill talking them. to them, and yes. he's still saying "cherish Danny." He's they're still having the mm-hmm. conversation, so he never loses that power because technically the spell is still going. They the they spell, can't. Yeah. They're not going to die until you know dawn, until the sun rises. But then the sun rises, and well, hold on. Whoa. sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just. <laughs> 
But we eaten. have that beautiful, I will say we do have that beautiful um scene where Sarah Jessica Parker sings that solo, come the children, and what we got all the, the kids marching through the streets while yes. their parents are getting plastered at town hall. Yes. Okay. So I did skip a part. Sorry. Cause that part is just mm, love it. Yeah. Sorry. And we skipped Back to you. Uh, I know Mary's, we're, we're... Uh, Mary turning the vacuum into a broom to fly on. Iconic. I mean, just iconic. Just so funny. <laughs> like comedically, like the funny, that, that never stopped being funny. I, I will always have a good chuckle at that part. Again, can't figure out the concept of a road, but very quickly picked up on electronics and appliances. She's like, this is a, I understand that this is supposed to be a broom. Like, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. You don't know where we are. I know. We're all over the place now. Well, we're, we're all over the place. So, so Beep, Cat? where we're at right now is, is, the, <laughs> is they open the book and book, mm. it's calling out to Winifred. Sisters. Sisters, we fly. Uh, so now uh, Max and Allison, they free Danny and Binks by tricking the witches into believing that sunrise was an hour early. You know, obviously daylight savings time. Uh, and then thinking that they're done for the witches panic, pass out and allowing Max, Danny, Allison and Binks to all escape. For a Disney movie, I find it a little weird that they left uh, the two bullies uh, just hanging in there <laughs> during that scene, too, because, you know, that's sort of very anti-Disney. He gets his shoes back, at least. Tubular. They deserved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had it coming. Yeah, Sunshine definitely needed to get uh, get a little whoop in there. Were they, I, I will say uh, the reason why they got locked up is because of... A little bit of misogyny so i'm totally fine with it because i don't think they're they're not kids the two of them and they're um i wouldn't be shocked if they're virgins but i don't don't know if they're virgins so i don't think they were much use to the one of the sanders and sisters but they call them chicks he, he like insults and calls them chicks and for some reason like that was the Winifred's like all right you're of no use to me but I can't let you walk the streets with this sort of attitude you have towards women so we're just going to lock you up in a little bird cage and we're going to keep you there and um in that moment I think pretty much everybody is on the side of of Winifred Sanderson like you know what you've got your flaws but I think we're on the same side here and they were definitely virgins 20th century they witches. But they didn't tell anyone that they were virgins. So, but they oh, told no, everyone they weren't. No, no, no. You don't know from the other town. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah we totally... she's, she's a model. So she's like, she's like going off and doing like things now. So we can put it on our name, but definitely. Yeah. I think they're still virgins. They've got to be. So now back at the cemetery, the, uh, the group is ambushed by Billy Butcherson who takes uh, uh, Max's knife, starts cupping open, cutting open his uh, stitched up mouth. Uh, and insults Winifred, uh, therefore, uh, you know, joining Max, Allison, Danny, and Binks against the witches. Uh, everyone looks like they're uh, they're turning against them. Uh, the witches attack, and uh, Winifred attempts to use one last vial of potion to to suck the soul out of Danny. Uh, and then Binks leaps up, leaps up, and uh, on Winifred, knocks the potion out of her hand. And then Max just drinks it, one shot to the dome, uh, forcing the uh, the witches to take him instead of Danny. A little self-sacrifice there. I've always just that uh that scene of cutting the mouth open is always just to me like the relief he can feel. I mean, I got two cavities today, so I understand what it's like to have your mouth be feel difficult for a few hours. So I get it. So that scene when the uh, the moths fly out of his mouth, those were actually real moths. It wasn't CGI. They were really in there, and uh, 
Yeah, just let and him Roger Deaver said the movie was bullshit. Suck it, Roger. <laughs> the Green Mile later stole this. Wow. Wow. That okay. Yeah. I, I didn't stole know. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why I married her. <laughs> All right. Uh the sun is now starting to rise uh just as Winifred is about to uh finish draining Max's life force. Uh in the uh ensuing struggle, Alice and Danny Billy fend off Mary and Sarah, and Max and Winifred fall onto hollow ground in the cemetery, causing Winifred to turn into a stone uh, statue. And as the sun finishes rising above the horizon, Mary and Sarah are disintegrating into dust along with Winifred's stone body. Hocus Brocus. Damn it. Hocus Stonus? No, 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 never mind, no. never mind. I, I regret that. The last one was close I'm sorry, I'm close. sorry, I'm sorry. Blew too close to the sun. Icarus. A little bit of Icarus there. A little bit of Icarus on a, yeah. on a on a Hoover. <laughs> she turns into like that st- statue, and then the statue explo- like explodes, right? Is that you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what a way! Because it was kind of a pretty statue, and then it was just you know for what? Like she gets to turn to stone, but her sisters don't get that luxury. I, I that, yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. So now with the witches gone, Max, Danny, and Allison, they say goodbye to Billy as he returns back to his grave. Binks finally dies uh, after, you know, 300 years, uh, freeing his soul uh, and appearing as a spirit. Uh, Thackeray thanks uh, the group for their help and uh, bids farewell to them as he is reunited with the uh, with his family, his spirit, the, the spirit of Emily and his uh, all of his family. Um, now the exhausted party goers, all the parents uh, coming out of City Hall, uh, including Max and Danny's parents, they are completely oblivious uh, of their enchantment. They're freed when the spell is broken. Uh, and then meanwhile, at back at the uh, Sanderson's cottage, uh, Ice and Jay, uh, Sunshine, um, who were previously tormented, uh, Max and Danny, they remain present in their cages and they're, uh, they're singing row, row, row your boat, uh, basically until the end of time. And then... Winnie, uh, Winnie's spellbook uh, is seen opening up its eye, revealing it is still alive, and the witches could possibly return again. You never know. That would have so, been the time for Hocus Focus. <laughs> the eyes. <laughs> Hocus Awocus. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good one. That's true. Hocus, I was too slowcus. Enough Hocus Jocus. So when the Sandersons die, do all of the kids who are under the spell then wake up as they're holding all of these lit jack-o'-lanterns in the middle of the woods being a large fire hazard to everyone? Because that was my thought. Oh my god. Ron, what happened last night? Seriously. Are you okay? The the light and the lamp in the jack-o'-lantern, that will obviously burn out and it's not going to cause that huge thing. That's why you can have 14 pumpkins on your front porch on Halloween and you don't have to worry about setting your house on fire. Not 15, no. Hocus up to CODIS. <laughs> Against CODIS. Hocus Oceus? I was Hocus Oceus! Yes. Hocus Oceus! I was trying to think of the word. Yeah, all right, all right. Touche. All right, spoilers here. Uh, trivia for Hocus Pocus. Uh, the animatronic cat was absolutely used later on in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I yes. uh, just didn't yes. have the right voice. Um, during uh, Yeah, so during a 20th anniversary screening of the film, Doug Jones revealed the moths that came out of his mouth in the end are, in fact, real and not CGI. 
uh, Sarah Jessica Parker had said that she found uh, flying on the broom harness so comfortable that she, uh, instead of being lowered back down uh, in between takes, she would be up there with a copy of the New York Times uh, just to read it while she was suspended in air. She's not like other girls. I was just going <laughs> to say that. Right? I'm like, oh, she's so special. Just love SJP. Built different. Uh, the devil's dog. That was actually Kathy and Jimmy's dog. Oh, wow. oh, what was the, did she, what was the dog's name? Like her, like, what was her name for him? Did, did that did it say? Yeah. Cause in the movie it's Ralph, but what was Speedy. like for Speedy? Speedy Rootin. Speedy Claxton. I had a catch me. He died. <laughs> uh, this is a, a spoiler if you haven't seen this movie uh, which I guess we've kind of just ruined it for you anyway yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah now stop listening <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard it just go back and watch it and then go ahead and continue on with the pod from here uh, there spoiler were... warnings at the end only yeah. I've been really busy since night three I like haven't had a, I haven't had 90 minutes to spare uh, there were actually seven statues made of Bette Midler for the scene um, where she burst into flames. And one of those statues, along with Winnie's Spellbook, is actually housed at Planet Hollywood in Orlando, Florida. <gasps> we're going, oh, we're, we're going. going. In a couple of weeks down to Orlando. We're going to have to see that. What else, Beep? Do you have more trivia? If you don't have any more trivia, I kind of have like a little mini lopic that I like to post to the group if I can. It's about... It's, yeah, uh, let's so, do it. So, so in Shea Serrano's book, movie, and other things, since we're trying to get him to come on uh, the pod, you know, uh, he has a chapter about putting the rock in place of people in different movies. So, mm. which one of the witches would the rock be best to replace, in your opinion? Kind of an open discussion. If anybody has an idea, would you know? Would you like the rock next to Bet Midler and SJP? You know, maybe Mary. Bet Midler and The Rock. I don't know. You, should they add him just be a foursome? What do you think? I'd like to see The Rock sniffing out some children. See how he would do that. I yeah. Smell the Rock is cooking. Oh, he would. <laughs> like when he I stands could see him as a Mary. I think Wait. either one besides Bet Midler would be hilarious. Mary, but he has to have the hair. Yes, I was going to say hair or something like dramatic, just something to. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want I want him in that Hershey kiss hair with a corset. I want him per- perusing back and forth, smelling for kit. Like I, I could definitely see it. Maybe yeah. he has oh, like oh, a mop oh. or like the Swiffer's or the like yeah. jet set. What's the Swiffer jet? The yeah. Not yeah, the West vacuum. The West jet. Yeah. The yeah. He's way too heavy for one room. Since this is taking place in '93, I'm guessing he's going to be playing ice. That's a very good point. He's the yeah. right age group. I can see for that. that. Yeah. I can see that. That would be honestly, The Rock, if you're listening, and I know you might be. Really? They replied with what's on Twitter. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. If there's anyone, it could be like underrated, very easy costume for you. If you could just have someone ice the back of your head, best How? Halloween costume ever. <laughs> uh, like he would completely go, like that would be the Look best. Look at that face. That's how he's that. like sucking in the souls of children. Yeah, a little bit of like, um, what's his name from Hannibal Lecter? So they're rebooting the movie. Don't underestimate him. They already. That's what I mean. Sorry, they're doing a sequel. He, they very, he very well. I was gonna say, like, he's he's that he's America's James Corden, but like much more loved. (laughs) 
never heard that reference before. Really? It's true. But I see it. He's a, oh yeah. But much more beloved. I did. I will say I filled out to be, I filled an application to be an extra in the Hocus Pocus movie because they're filming uh, near us. Oh my God, you should do it. Oh my, if anybody's listening, I, I please hire her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have do experience. It. I did it once before a few months ago. So I completely know what I need to do, which is pretend like I'm not doing anything. And I can do that <laughs> so well. I can do that better than anybody I know. I can do it on camera. I can do it off camera. I'm so good at doing nothing. Just like, please hire good me. At doing nothing. Please yeah. hire Kat. Someone who. Do is, it. Do yeah. It. Someone who is listening to this will have some sort of pull and we want you to hire cat we want cat to be in hocus pocus too please please like dream come true doesn't even begin to like you know after the rock no before the rock yeah rock cat you're first then the rock yeah yeah. he's had i mean he's had his fair share all right i think it's time for him to just step back the rock he's paved the way i'll dwayne Dwayne. Dwayne. Hocus. About the cat now. Focus. F-A-U-X. Hocus. Focus. Yeah. The Rock is our foe now. We don't want him in the movie anymore. Healing it. <laughs> All right. Let's get into everyone's uh, review here of the movie. Um, the rating system here is, yeah, I will absolutely watch this one again. This is one of my favorites. Meh. Kind of right in the middle. You know, neither here nor there. Or feh. Get out of here. Uh, so we will start with, uh, you know, we'll start with Mrs. Beep. Yeah, meh, or feh? Oh, my God. I mean, you know, yeah. I watch this every, all the freaking time. Like, all of the time. And it's so funny because Mr. Beep has never been into Halloween until he met me. He's never watched any of these movies. And he was like, who the hell did I marry? <laughs> like, every Halloween, every time it's November, like, or not November. Oh, my God. I can't even... Wow. Anytime it's like September, I'm like, I know, I'm like, you need to know the month that it's in. (laughs) Whatever. You know what? You can watch this movie any time of the year, really. It doesn't have to be Halloween. It doesn't have to be. Exactly. Spooky season is year round. It's all the time. And this movie is just a yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. I even showed it to my daughters who are two and one, and they were kind of like, what the hell, mom? There's no music. Like, or, there is music, but they just looked at me like, "Where's no. the rock?" Yeah, yeah. Where, where's <laughs> Baby Shark? Why is it Baby Shark in this? But no, it's so good. I love it. I love all the act. I just grew up on this movie. I was like five when I first watched it. It's, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that is a resounding yeah from Mrs. Beep Schweitz. We're gonna go to you. I am also a yeah. I watch this movie at least once a year. Um, can't wait for my kids to be old enough to watch it because uh, they're going to enjoy it, though they will be terrified of Billy for a while. I Fair enough. He, he, was, he was scary. All right, pal, we are going to go to you next. Is Ariana Grande? God damn it. <laughs> leave it in. Two dollars. <laughs> leave it, leave it, leave it. Uh, yeah, keep, keep it in. Ariana Grande? Is Ariana Grande would say Um, But I was going to say ye. Yeah. Yeah. I watch it. I also watch this movie at least once a year. So, and I, you know, it just keeps, it's just one of those timeless classics that I can't, you know, help but put on every, every Halloween. So definitely a, yeah. Five out of five pumpkins. Sick movie. Is she related to Ariana Donda? 
let <laughs> that joke sit. Steve, what about you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't like it, say hi to our brows. Fair enough. Which is the dog. Uh, Kat, how about you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I spoke, I talked enough during this entire thing. Sorry about that. But yeah. Uh, we're going to go to Pam. I, I I know what this one's going to be because you're literally at Halloween basic, but what do you got? <laughs> I'm a, yeah, love it. I absolutely love this movie. So we have one, two, wait, three, wait, wait, four, wait, wait, five, wait. six. But I'm so more far. curious about what you are because you are <laughs> Mr. No Halloween. He grew up, he didn't watch anything like no, like his mom more like she Roger Beeper. Yeah, right, Roger Beeper. Like they would, she would beep out everything. She would, she didn't, he didn't even know Bambi's mom died. I mean, come on. And so it's like, I know, but he's watched all of that. He has grown. She so died. You knew. Anyways, I want to know really what my husband's view is on this because we watched it and he was like, just this, the whole, like his face was just, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was really in fully analytical mode here. Um, I will say that for this movie being, you know, almost what thirty years old now, no, right? Almost So almost thirty years old. It was Blaine Gabbard. Not terrible. Um, with this really being a one hol- holiday movie, right? Halloween centric movie. I don't see myself watching it any other time of the year except for Halloween. So just a one time a year. So with that being said, I'm going to be right in between yeah and meh. But of course, I will have to decide and make this a clean sweep of yeah. Yeah, you better or else there would be. I think this is the first time we had a film that was solid yeah all the way around. I literally don't know someone who doesn't like this movie, so it, it, that'd be pretty hard. Yeah. You know, you know who wouldn't like this movie? Max Dennison. Max Dennison would absolutely not like this movie. Max Dennison. I was so ready to call you because, like, the Halloween is invented for the candy companies, like that type of like character. Max Dennison would not like that. Cynicism and yeah, exactly. Of like, joy. No, it's, oh, it's so overrated. Just yeah, him and Clay Travis. I'm gonna yeah. put my baseball cap on and play my drums. A couple of shit stains cutting it up. and that's gonna do it for this episode of lower after hours presents cinema where we talk about those movies and establish if they're worth it uh this has been at beep count thanks a lot for joining us we will catch you next time